Hello, Internet. This is Ewan Spence and the SE Insight Calling. And now, the Eurovision Song Contest. Taylor's version. Coming up in this Insight News podcast, the impact of Eurovision, more Swedish songs and a shorter contest. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are this summer. Welcome to ESC Insights Podcast. It's Insight News, what's been happening in the last fortnight in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest. Well, we are in the summer, so it is a little bit quieter. That's why we're fortnightly here. But let's just keep you up to date because there's some movements, there's some interesting stories. Uh, Here, of course, we have to remember we don't have our dates yet, although we do know that there's a predisposition towards May the 11th or May the 18th. We don't have a venue or a host city, but we know who's in the bidding process. That's Gothenburg, Malmo, Ormskvorts and Stockholm. And we should also remind you, Taylor Swift does not know anything about when Eurovision is being held. The fact that she's booked into Friends Arena on the 17th and 18th could be a coincidence. Things might change. Taylor doesn't know any more than we do. So just calm yourself down. But first, a little look back at the 2023 contest. Just how much oomph does the song contest have? Well, since our last pod, DBU has released a public brand impact report to help answer just that. There's a nice infographic, but there's also a report that you can download as well that has some very interesting details. For example, uh, the streams of songs from January the 1st through to the week after the song contest of the 37 songs that went to the Liverpool Arena, 808 million streams, which at 0.003 gives you a shade over $2.4 million to share out between the publishers, the labels, the agents, the managers, the studio hire, the promotional budgets, and after that, maybe something for the artists and songwriters as well. Uh, details on online video are in there. Uh, TikTok, 213 million video views uh, over the contest period. Instagram, 152 million. Twitter, 31 million. Facebook, 25 million. Curiously, views on the official YouTube channel are not listed in the report. Details on the rest of the world. Uh, their vote came in as well. The top five countries voting at this year's song contest are the United States, Canada, Kosovo, Luxembourg and New Zealand. Of course, Luxembourg gets into the main contest next year as well. Finally, the actual TV viewers on Saturday night's grand final are in here as well. We, of course, have that big 162 million people reached over the three live shows on television. But the report also gives us the average audience for the grand final. That number is 51.5 million viewers. Bear that in mind when you're talking about how many people are going to see a performer sing from the Eurovision stage on the Saturday night. Okay, what about Song Contest 2024? Well, there's been a lot of discussion in Swedish newspapers. Uh, specifically, Dagens Nighter have reported on a copy of the bid that it has obtained. I will flag up here that there's been no denials or that's not true or anything of the like, uh, but neither has there been confirmation that this uh, is the actual bid document as well. So this is, these are big newspapers. So these are pretty solid, but just remember they're not confirmed yet by SVT and it may change. 
but let's just take it all as read and go over the big document. Uh, it highlights a temporary arena would be used in Fairhamen for a 14,500 capacity audience if it's held in Stockholm. This is rather than using Friends Arena, which, as you heard at the top of the show, uh, Taylor Swift is involved here with the booking in there for the 17th and 18th of May for the Eras Tour. Now, in theory, you could probably do Eurovision on Saturday the 11th of Friends Arena and then have the venue cleared within the week. But does that leave enough time for a swift, swift stage building? Other venues have moved acts in previous years. Andre Rio moved around <laughs> Denmark quite a few times. Um, so, you know, it's it's not unknown for th- this sort of schedule to be changed as well. There are many practical answers to the problems on where to host and what to do with the existing bookings. And there are many questions as well. We will get them all answered in the next month or so when we find out who's hosting. And of course, it's not guaranteed at Stockholm as well. There are, there's a lot of love from other bids. Gothenburg City Council is just like, yeah, Gothenburg's ready. Let's go for it. So it is all up in the air. Another Swedish newspaper, Aftonbladet, uh, has talked about the demands. Demands is quite a strong word. Um, but the requirements, let's go with that, in the bid document. And again, nothing here confirmed by, noth- by STV, but again, nothing denied either. Pretty solid source as well. So again, let's just take this as read. They're looking for at least 3,500 hotel rooms. That kind of matches with how many people you need for the delegation and the production team. Uh, there needs to be a press centre for 1,200 people. Uh, there needs to be a venue that has space for a 200 to 300 metre long red carpet or whatever colour the sponsors would like. Um, they'd like the hotel room prices fixed for the two weeks of the contest, presumably to keep down profiteering. And they would like to be a venue that can be used as a Euro club. Finally from SVT, and this is one from SVT, there is an ambition to shorten the length of the show down to three hours, 30 minutes. Now, generally, uh, the last couple of years have been about four hours, 15 minutes. So can you lose 45 minutes from that? I mean, possibly you could trim down the various show moments, the opening, the flag parade, the interval acts. You could tweak the scoring presentation to make that flow a little bit faster. Uh, and, you know, you could even <laughs> you could even drop two songs, have a 24-strong Saturday night. That saves you about eight or nine minutes right off the bat there. But then two of the EBU members don't get that Saturday night. So, again, lots of questions, lots of possible answers. Let's just see what comes there. A bigger question, presumably, is why? And I suspect here that the TV viewing figures show that, you know, there's points where the show just sort of lacks, where viewers turn off. Then they may come back or they may not. And there'll be audience research going on as well. When do people start watching? When do people stop watching? Where's the sweet spot in there as well? So my best guess is there's there's going to be some movement here and we're going to get a show that's 3 hours 45 to 3 hours 50 when we get through to May. That would match Malmo 2013 and I presume that somebody is going to play this comment back to me at the end of May next year and go, ha ha ha, how wrong you were. Let's see, results-wise, we have one from Junior Eurovision as well. Uh, Portugal, uh, the winner of The Voice Kids is Julia Machado, and she now has the ticket to Junior Eurovision and will represent Portugal when we get 
to Nice in November. The song will follow in due course. She joins the acts that we know from North Macedonia and Georgia. And over the next few months, we're just going to watch the junior Eurovision roster go up as well. In terms of the Eurovision 2024 roster, we're still at 17 countries publicly confirmed. Submissions are open in exactly the same places. So Ireland, Iceland, Norway, Italy, for Giovanni and Finland. Uh, internal selections, Australia is confirmed. Everything else is up in the air. Uh, but we do know that we're going to get details from Luxembourg next week. July the 3rd, we are going to be hearing more about the selection process that broadcaster RTL will be using. We are assuming a national final will be in there. Let's just wait and see. But ahead of that announcement as well, the country's Prime Minister uh, talked about the song contest, uh, also because the Prime Minister is also responsible for uh, the Ministry of Communications and Media in Luxembourg. And just, you know, sort of reminding people why the broadcaster and why the country will benefit from the song contest. There'll be opportunities, there'll be international visibility, there will be a development in the creative arts, the music industry will have development and more visibility as well. All benefits to entering the song contest. Finally, in terms of getting things organised, Sweden, getting all their ducks lined up quickly, have announced some changes to Melody Festivalen. Previously, 28 songs uh, were offered to the public over four heats, and there would be one Repichon semi-final show, and that would get everybody into the grand final. We now have 30 songs over five heats, so six in the show, not seven. Uh, two will go forward to the grand final. There won't be a specific Repichage semi-final Andre Chanson show there, but what you will get is the fifth heat will be half an hour longer and the Repichage will go in there uh, to get the grand final's 12 songs. <laughs> Right then, what have we got in the community just to keep an eye on? Well, um, little note about us, we're keeping an eye um, and playing around with YouTube for a bit. So youtube.com slash ESC Insight. Subscribe. I don't know what you're going to find there. You will find this news podcast as well. And if you're already listening on YouTube, thanks very much. Link, like, love, share, subscribe, all the usual. Um, I myself, you and Spence, I'm popping up on Euroversy on YouTube as well with uh, just sort of looking back with a big group of people from various websites, pods and YouTube channels. You know, just what happened at Liverpool? Nice long-form discussion going on there as well. Back at the website, esinsight.com, obviously, uh, the Eurovision's academic conference, which took place in the week of the contest in Liverpool. Ben Robertson has provided a big summary and links to all the papers and presentations that were made there. Uh, that's a top of the article pile. Of course, we have all our post-2023 coverage going on there as well, including the national finals that got it right, what to expect from Sweden next year, and that big post on Ireland's decline over the last 20 or 30 years and what can be done next. All that and more back at the website. Um, also looking around, uh, I just want to pick out the video that's been done by Eurovision Ukraine. Um, it's Eurovision.ua, and we'll get a link in the show notes. Uh, and it's talking to the team at the Public Service Broadcaster, UAPBC, how they worked with the BBC and what it was like to work on Eurovision 2023 in Liverpool. We've got a link to the full video in the show notes, but, and I'll also link out to Eurovoir, who've done a really good summary of the video as well. Uh, dates have been announced, um, announced a second time because they've been altered very slightly for the Barcelona Eurovision party in 2024. Those preview concerts that the artists go to see, get out, meet the public, get some stage 
time. Um, head to Barcelona on April 4th, 5th and 6th next year for the contest. Tickets are on sale now. €35 Euros for general access, €55 Euros for early entry and a commemorative lanyard. Um, and tickets for the side show, the, it says side row. Whether that's restricted view or you get a much better view because you're right next to the stage, not quite sure yet. But uh, keep an eye on the website there and we'll have links back in our show notes as always. Uh, other than that, it's the summer, it's quiet, enjoy your music, uh, whether it is Eurovision music of old, Eurovision you've just found, or the Eurovision artists and their latest release, great. Enjoy the music, keep the discussions going. It is a nice, quiet, chill time of year. Enjoy the summer wherever you are. To all our friends out there who we know, who we're soon to meet, as always, stay safe, be kind to each other. I'll say to Ra, I'll hit the guitars, and we'll catch you in the next podcast. <laughs> Uh, this ESC Insight News podcast was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan and the team at ESC Insight. Find out more at www.escinsight.com and support us patreon.com slash ESC Insight.